So um, I would love to share to you uh, just something that, that I really felt God spoke to in my heart um, last week about Nehemiah and about rebuilding the wall. And I was, I, I was just the morning, um, I had to, to preach the, the evening in the PM service and felt God spoke to me about, I mean, on Father's Day, it would be Lacka speaking about a son and so on. And, and as I opened the Bible, I really felt God laid this on my heart. So I really want to portray this as, as best as I can and, and really trust that God um, to do the work that, that I felt is done in my heart through this word. So um, just for start, so Nehemiah followed Ezra. And I don't know if you know that, but Ezra rebuilt the temple. And, he, and, and actually, they say Nehemiah is an extension of the work that Ezra started. So rebuilding the temple, and this is in my own life, is, is um, just what I want to challenge you. The first, the first place is, is restoration of the temple, of worship. So he says, Ezra is like, no, we need a place where God is worshipped. And where God's law, again, fills our hearts. And that we, we, we buy it um, not only into our own land, but that we actually come back to the word of God. Now, in that time, I don't want to go into the history, but there was a lot of, um, you know, the, the moral compass of Israel was, was a bit skewed. So it was more northwest than west or north, you know. So it was a big skiff, yeah. And... Um, and that's, that's what Ezra did. First of all, restore God's place in our hearts. And I really sense that, it, that it's something God has been busy with, with us. They're like, he restored our hearts, first of all, towards him. And then this, the next guy, Nehemiah. So he was troubled, because now, okay, we've got this temple, but going to the temple, they had to walk over the rubble. And, you know, it's like, okay, at least we have a place, you know, and our own land. But he was walking around, and, and, and he was displeased. He was actually, his heart broke towards, like, God's country and saying, like, okay, Lord, is this, is this, is this how it looks where you reign? And I don't know if you, but in my heart, I feel like, yes, Lord, is this how it looks where you are living amongst us? Is Durbanville reflecting something of your heart? Is South Africa reflecting something of your heart? Or are we just pleased with having a temple? No. I'll just, our Lord, just please come. <laughs> like that, that'll be easier. Okay, so Nehemiah was walking amongst the rubble. And, and so this is what happened. So he felt to rebuild the walls. So I don't want to go into that. What, I, um, what struck me was in um, Nehemiah 4. So I'm just going to put it up and just start reading from there. And then um, just see what happens. From that. Okay, so Nehemiah 4, let's go. Let's just get into it. So, um, here we go. When Somalit heard that we were rebuilding the wall, he became angry and was greatly incensed. He ridiculed the Jews, verse 2. And in the presence of his associates and the army of Samaria, he said, What are these feeble can Jews doing? Will they restore their wall? Will they um, offer sacrifices? Will they finish in a day? Can they bring stones back? Can they bring the stones back to life from these heaps of rubble, burned as they are? 
So what happened? They became angry. Why? Because these guys were actually doing something. Like they saw, okay, listen, what are they going to do? I'm just going to take a sweetie. Sorry. So yeah, what, they were anger first, and then they, um, they started to accuse them. What are you going to do? And you see, that's the first thing that the devil does. He accuses you. If you want to change something in your life, it's going to feel overwhelming. It's going to say, what, what are you doing? Huh? You do matric, who are you? Like, huh? What, what? Do you really think you can do this? So the first thing is the accusation that starts. Why? Because they were like, okay, we are doing something. What? What are you going to do? What? You? Really? Really? Are you going to rebuild? Naka. So that's the first thing that struck me. Like, okay. From this rubble. Now, here's the thing. Who have ever done a building project? Okay. It's always better to build with new bricks. The budget for building out of rubble, not worth it. It's just not Worth it. I tried to do that. It took me half a day to try and clean. It's just a mess. Everything you saw, it's like, no, it's, it's not working. Best to start something new. So why did they rebuild? Why did they rebuild a broken wall? Because God said, I want you to rebuild the wall. So you know what? God will call us back to our rubble. He will call us back to our lives to find something that is living, a stone, you know? Because that is who He is. He rebuilds and He heals. He restores. He used the brokenhearted. That's the accusation. Why? I don't know, but that's the way he wants to do it. <laughs> that's, so the accusation is why. And they became angry. Why? Because we don't understand this. Just do something new. And maybe you there, like it's, you're waiting for something new. Lord, do something new in my life. Okay, rebuild. No, 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 no. No, new. Let me do something, because it's always in a new country. Yeah, yeah, let's try that. Yeah, okay, no, new, no, no, let's rebuild. Isn't that so godly? Because that's who he is. So in any way, so that struck me. As I was sharing with Teresa, I was just sitting there and crying, like, oh, it fell, it fell, you know? And um, no, just a sense in your own heart that God looks at your life and says, but there's something in your life. That's worth rebuilding. So that's the first thing that, that, her, um, that, that they were accused of. And they were made, and then this, okay, said Choma, Tobiah, I think his name is Tobiah. He said, yeah, even if a fox gets on the wall, it's going to fall down. <laughs> you know? <laughs> like, you have always that guy, no? like the... the <laughs> like, just, yeah, yeah, whatever he said, yeah, yeah, okay. So, in any way, so these are the accusations. So, even if you rebuild it, it's not going to last. Like, what are you giving your advice to? And then in verse 4, Nehemiah prays, and he says this, Hear us, O God. Hear us, our God, for we are despised. Turn their insults back on their own heads. Give them over as plunder in the land of captivity. 
Do not cover up their guilt or blot out their sins from your sight, for they have thrown insults in the face of the builders. So mooi, nee. They are, they are stopping the builders. <laughs> For me, it says, it's not about us, it's about the builders. The builders are now actually going to stop building. Why? Because they stand accused. And this is for me so incredible. Hear us, O God. So we have a God that hears. And this is verse 6. It says, So we rebuilt the wall till all of it reached half of its height. For the people worked with all their hearts. Huh? It's like, okay, okay, we're going to do this. Okay, and they built up to halfway. Okay, so now we, we're actually waiting to say, like, well done, good and faithful. You've been, you've, you've done so well. No, it's not, not what's happening. Um, so they came halfway instead of praise. More trouble. It's coming. Verse 7. But when this flippant Sambalat and Tobiah, the Arabs, here the Okies, they, um, heard that they repaired, uh, to the, the repairs that's been done to Jerusalem's wall had gone ahead and that the gaps were being closed, they were very angry. Again, they all plotted together to come and fight against Jerusalem and stir up trouble against it. Okay, so, so first we're insults. Okay, have a speaking missionial. Okay, now what? We're going to fight against you. Now there's opposition. So I'm saying this because this is the way it's happening. You feel, okay, Lord, but I'm trying to do something good in my life. And it's like, yeah, and you're making the devil angry. You're making the enemy angry because you're actually now doing what God's called you to do. So instead of being praised, you actually find yourself uh, being resisted. Like, now, now we're going to fight. That was just accusations. Now it's actually put, now you have to get ready. So I feel, all right, at least we know that. So what did they do? They prayed. Again, how did they react? They prayed. Like, God, you told us to rebuild. Okay, and, and this is so evident. One of the things that, that, they, that Satan will first of all do is um, that you will not pray. My trouble, I need to work my budget, like till the minute I have to go to sleep that I don't pray. And then when I wake up, I have to start again before <laughs> so that I don't pray. And this is what Nehemiah said, no, 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 we have to pray. God will lead us. And this is something that is activated in your faith. God wants to rebuild. Listen, you're a child of him, he's got the temple, but he wants to restore certain things in your own life. All right, so... Um, Verse 9, he said, But we, pr we prayed to our God and um, posted a guard day and night to meet this threat. Um, 10, Meanwhile, the people in Ju Judea um, said, The strength of the laborers is giving out, and there is so much rubble that we cannot rebuild the wall. Okay, so when I was at Gebet, we prayed, and now what happened? Okay, I was called guards. Any takers? I'm a builder. Okay, but now you have to stand guard. But I'm building. <laughs> like, isn't it? No, there's nobody else. Okay, guys, so you have to do both. <laughs> okay. Okay, no, it's like, and it says, like, okay, the laborer's strength was drained. They, they couldn't. Like, it's like, okay, 
I know you're asking more, but I really can't. I really, my heart is there. I want to give more, but I really cannot, Captain. <laughs> I have no power. I don't know where we, even where that is from. I think it's an old ad. Um, hey? Is it Star Trek? Oh. Okay. So why am I saying this? Because this is what happens. So uh, even within our, within our congregations and so on, you start out, you, 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 you start giving your life. And now there's another demand. Now we have to stand God. And I was like, okay, no, no, no. Listen, standing God is one thing, but now this threat is real. So this, from 10 different accounts, we heard these guys are going to attack us. Okay, so now what do we have to do? You have to fight. Okay, but listen, let me just get, so I'm building still. No, yes, it didn't change. Still building. God at night, can we like, yeah, you're still doing, okay, and, and now? Fight, yes. Sure, okay. For saying like, it's, it's a tall order, and I, who can relate to that? No, it's not getting easier. You feel like, please, man. Like, yeah, we booked our tickets, then what? Please, okay. So we have you. We, okay. All right, so verse, um, verse 12 says, um, let's just put up 12. It says, Then the Jews who lived near them came and told us ten times over, Wherever you turn, they will attack us. It's like, these guys are serious, guys, and now it's life-threatening. Okay, and in verse 13, so let's see what, it, what they did. Therefore, I stationed some of the people behind the lowest point of the wall at the exposed places. So this is for me very practical. They say, okay, there's spaces that's, that's not, not like a work. Posting them by families with their swords, spears, and bows. So just keep it there. That's fine. 13. So where's the lowest point in the wall? Okay, so we've, we've heard, just follow the story. We've been building halfway, all our hearts. Nee. So now here's the grailings, and it's like, oh, we're not halfway. we like caught up. Why? Because I still need to work. We still need to run the kids. We still have to make dinner. <laughs> so our walls is a bit not halfway yet. <laughs> like the lowest point, not like it's the lowest point. We're at the families. Yeah, yeah. So, so it's kind of difficult getting all these, Mr. Ed, eh? Getting all of this ordered. So now you see this young guy, eh? and he's built halfway, and you're like, I'm not there. Like, I'm three. <laughs> like, so I haven't gotten to that even yet. So now we start comparing each other, and it's like, listen, yeah, I'm really struggling, guys. I'm really struggling to get this wall up to standard. So if they're going to attack, they're going to attack here. I'm sorry. I've been, like, I haven't wasted time, but I haven't like, done the work that I should have done. So you see, that's very practical for me. Why? Because it's just the challenges of life. Like, it's just challenging. They're trying to build with all their hearts still. They're building, they're sorting out the kids, everything. And listen to this, what, what happens here. He says, place with them, posting them by family, with their swords, spears, and bows. So this for me is the accountability that, that God just calls us to. We have to be open, like I'm not getting this. All right, let's send people. What, what, what do people with bows do? They, they shoot, no, the enemy from far. So you need people in your life that can see the enemy from, from a distance. So it's like, okay, guys, I'm, 
looking, okay, are they coming? All right, I've, I've got that covered. Guys with spears are usually either a guy on a horse or just that extra length where they can attack there. And then sword is close combat. And God stirred something in my heart about my life being accountable in these three areas. I need people to help me see. So, so why? Because I have to build. I have to get to what I need to do. So when people, when people give you um, support, take it. If people say, listen, this is what I see in your life. It's not because they are judging or whatever. You've, they are there to help you. They're the guys with the bows. They're seeing something that can cause harm in your house. That's why I say, thank you, Lord. Thank you for sending these people. They have been in my life now. So I need to be open and think. But it's there to help you because they've been sent to you. And don't despise that. Guys, that's why it's so important to be part of this family. It's important that you, that you have people that can witness these things in your life. So, so once again, why? Because we have to rebuild the wall. One of the, um, you know, just the three things that are, um, what are uh, walls, what um, uh, are, yes, two letters, sorry, I've, I just get ahead of myself with these things. Okay, so first of all, a wall protects. And we see that in, in um, Proverbs 25, 28. It says, like a city whose walls are broken through is a person who lacks self-control. So a wall is there to protect you first. And then it gives you boundaries. It, it gives you boundaries. So that, that there's boundaries in your life, personal and, and as, a, as a people. And then it gives, you, um, it gives peace to a city. And that peace is brought through a law that those people apply by. And this is, this is, this is the reason why God is rebuilding walls. Not just, not just in our own life, but also as a, as, a, as a people. So that we can be at a place where we can say, Look, Lord, thank you for restoring self-control. Hey, that we are controlled, what? By the law that the Lord has laid on our hearts. So, and, and, um, you know, so, so those were just... Three things that I really felt, yes, um, God spoke to me in my heart about um, being accountable and being part of it. So just to run through the story, so we see that, um, that these guys are building, they are standing guard, and they are fighting. So that's the, it's really a, a tall order, but, but they actually accomplished that. Then in verse 14, um, it says, verse 14, After I looked things over, I stood up and said to the nobles, the officials, and the rest of the people, don't be afraid of them. This is the, the, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid. And I think just where we are, like there's so many things that we have to take in consideration. Don't be afraid so you know, of the accusation, of the, of the things that is coming against you. Remember the Lord who is great and awesome and fight for your brothers, your sons and your daughters, your wives and your homes. He's again, don't be, don't be so worried about the things that, that you cannot get to. Don't worry about the things that's outside. Don't, don't, the what ifs, you know, like what if, like what if and what if and where we are, it says forget about that. 
and then fight for your, fight for your brothers. And I feel that as a sense that, that we, as, as children of the Lord, as a congregation, as saying that we will fight for each other. We will fight for our families. And we, we in faith that you, that you do not lose heart, that you work faithfully and that you work wholeheartedly. See, for, your, for yourself as well. And, um, you know, so that was just something that I really felt, that we are not fighting a battle. We are not fighting a losing battle. We are fighting to keep what God has given us. So we want to bring people into what God has. And this is our responsibility, guys, in a practical way. Durbanville, Durbanville is our responsibility. We have to take that up. We have to look for the lost. We have to look for what is living. We have to look for the stones in people around us. We have to dig through that. We, don't have, we, we should go through the rubble. And I really feel that, that there's, a, that there's a sense of urgency that we need to stand up to rebuild. It's always easier to break down. I had this... This motto in our house, it's always, we, we, we build, we don't break, we build. We always build. It's, it's difficult, but we build, we don't break. And, um, and, and that's something that I really feel, we, that's getting into the heart of the Lord. Let's restore, because we believe that God heals, and we have to be those people, we have to be the people that can still build while we are working. We can still do that while we have these things going. Because God, the one that we are looking to, He's the one who can help us. So I'm just going to speak out of the rest. So what happens now is um, Nehemiah, very strategic, he says, okay, but there's another person that I'm keeping close to me. It's the guy with the trumpet. So now he says, Everybody's working in front of their own homes. So everybody's busy with your own life as well. You're building your own life. You are building the wall before you. You have your own people, your own um, circle of influence. But now it says, whenever you hear this guy next to me, blow the trumpet. Come running. And come and fight there. Because now the enemy has broken through somewhere. And now the, the, the Nehemiah, they, they're calling everybody together to say, like, listen, here's the trumpet, and our God will give us victory there. Yeah, and I was like, okay, so just get the picture, because I, I, I understand this. So here's the guy's building, he's feeding, he's working. So if you read it, it was actually those challenges. Guys had to sell their homes. They had to uh, give up fields. They had to borrow money to make ends meet so that they can build. That's actually, and Nehemiah himself said, like, there was this portion of food that I was allowed, and I, I said no to that because of the people. So there's a price that everybody is paying. So all of this is happening. Now there's a trumpet. You leave everything, and you go. Yes, and I felt, Lord, oh, yeah. Okay. So don't miss the gatherings. Don't miss them. Not because it's, it's, it's an activity. Because that's what Ezra restored. Ezra said what's happening is these guys have uh, this religious way of going to God. 
and look out for that because we can easily, religion can easily climb into you. When we, when we gather, you can easily come because, oh, that's the right thing to do. But he says, no, we have to fight. And when we get together, our God will give us victory. And I believe that. I believe that for, for us as, as Josh Jen and as, as a wider church, as, as 412, whenever we gather, God is break, there's, there's breakthrough. There's things happening that, that the Lord is doing that needs to be done. And it is an ask. It's always an ask. But that's why I felt like as I was reading this, I wasn't getting excited. I was actually feeling, oh, okay, Lord, but at least I know. <laughs> why? Because this, this is what we are busy with. We will give our lives because he gave his life. Yes, and I was just so stirred in that. I really felt that as we are gathered here today, that we, that, that we just get our hearts towards where he is. Jesus, what are you seeing? And that's why Nehemiah, it, it, it um, just spoke to my heart that he was, he was looking, walking on the rubble. He says, like, this is not right. Like, Lord, it cannot be. This, it cannot be. This cannot be the way we live. And in a sense, I, I feel that urge. And, and um, it's just, it, it, in the end of the Bible, which is Revelation um, 21, 6, it's actually again with the, with the wall, and it says here, um, he said to me, it is done. I am the Alpha and the Omega, the beginning and the end. To the thirsty, I will give water without cost from the spring of the water of life. Those who are victorious will inherit all this, and I will be their God, and they will be my children. But the cowardly, the unbelieving, the vile, the viles, <laughs> the murderers, the sexually immortal, those who practice magic arts, the idolaters, and all liars. They will be um, consigned to the fiery, to the, uh, fiercely like burning sulfur. And this is the second death. And something that struck me there about the cowardly. And I'm like, Lord. Cowardly is those lacking courage. And this is what I felt like, Lord, not us. Uh-uh. Not us. And this is why I so, so love what we have. <laughs> so just this morning, just gathering, they're just strengthening one another. Because, guys, I've seen courageous people here. I've yes, just been blessed by the courage that each one of you have. And this is what I want to just feel today, that the Lord wants to empower and just encourage you. Just restore. Just to say, come on, let's build. In the midst of the rubble, in the midst of everything in chaos, in the midst of darkness, in the, just let us build. Let us be a people known that we are builders. We are building an everlasting kingdom with the King of Kings, with His gifts. And, um, yeah, and I just... I want to respond to that, and, and I feel that as we worship, just as, as a people, that we just, just stand up and say, Lord, here I am. Give me courage. Lord, go through my rubble. I'm, yes, okay, yes. Search me, O oh God. Search my heart. And that we will build wholeheartedly. That even now, we're in the middle of the year, you're going to feel like, hey, another ask. Oh, 
that you know, like, no, 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 this is for the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords. He's our eternal Father. Yeah, so Lord, I just want to pray, as we are here, Lord Jesus, that we will stand up to this and, Lord, say that you will be our King, Lord. We are waiting that, that day, Lord Jesus, when we will walk, walk in with you, Lord Jesus, and that we will be your children, Lord, and that we will drink from you, Lord Jesus, and that we will eat from you. And I pray for each person here today that uh, their hearts might be just full of, uh, you know, just, just uh, lacking courage, Lord Jesus, or just lacking faith. Lord Jesus, just maybe fear, Lord, on Oh, just dismay. Jesus, heartache, Lord Jesus. All of those things, you see our hearts, Jesus, but you've been there, Lord. And Father, and still you say, you, you look at us and you say, come on, Mike. Come on, you can do this. And I pray, Jesus, that you will strengthen us, not by our own strength, but by your spirit, Lord. Lord, that we will build wholeheartedly. Lord Jesus, that the... the um, the plans that you have, Lord Jesus, the way that you want us to live, Jesus, the, the steps, the, the road that's been marked out for us, that we will stand up, Lord Jesus, and strengthen our knees in faith, Lord, that we will walk till the end, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Jesus, that you've given us that authority and that power, Lord, and thank you, Jesus, that we pray to you, Lord. We ask you, Lord Jesus, and we diligently Ask and seek you, Jesus, because you said if we ask, Lord Jesus, you will hear from heaven here. Lord, and we thank you that you do hear us. You do see what's happening. And Father, we want to pray for Durbanville. Lord, where, we've, where we are, Lord Jesus, uh, that, that you've given us a place, Lord, to meet. And we want to say, Lord Jesus, we are willing, Lord, help us to go through the rubble. Jesus, help us to see what you see in people around us. Jesus, that we will be a light. Thank you, Lord. Thank you that you use us. Thank you that you. You schrijf ons nie af nie, Ere. You schrijf ons nie af nie. Lord, but you rebuild us. Thank you that there's stones, that there's living water, Lord Jesus, available. I just pray for that in Jesus' name. Amen.